Hey everybody, this is Jenny Jam from Fret Sisters, reminding you to hit that follow button up on top. And follow us on social media at Fret Sisters on IG and at Fret Sisters on Facebook. We got a lot of good interviews and topics coming up. So do that. Peace. What is good, everybody, and welcome to Fret Sisters Between Frets, a space where female musicians who play string instruments meet and discuss all things music. I am Sean, Shawnee Sean Marshall, and we have a great show for you today. We have our first female bassist to our show today. We have Teja Veal is with us, and she's originally from Florida, and she moved to Atlanta. Uh, she plays in various bands in Atlanta, including an all-female band. She currently is musical director at a church in Decatur and performs and tour with Janae Monet. Hello, Tasha. How are you today? Hi, how are you? I am great. I seen a lot of your um, posts on Instagram and <laughs> all all these. I guess I've been I've been studying up. I've been following you lately, and um, and you've been like having these great opportunities and I am very proud of you like I seen a lot of female musicians that went that high and it's like if a female musician goes to that point we all win because it's like in this male dominated world right. we get more we get more overlooked <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah so it's like we all win especially with your accomplishments so I am very proud of you on that <laughs> thank you so much thank you so why the bass? Like, what makes you or who inspires you just to pick up a bass? Um, I I started uh, in middle school and I uh, took an orchestra class and the first instrument I saw was an upright bass and all the girls were going toward the violin and I didn't want to do what all the other girls were doing. And I've been, I'm pretty tall. I'm uh, 5'10". And wow, <laughs> so I've always been tall, and so the base, the upright base was tall, and um, I, I just, I don't know, it just looked cool. It looked cooler to me than the violin. And um, <laughs> I grew up listening to a lot of old school music with my dad, you know, Motown and Earth Wind and Fire, especially Stevie Wonder. And I've always loved the bass. Like Verdine is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Watts. I've always loved how the bass felt in music, um, even growing up. So it was a, it was a natural for me to to choose to play it. Yeah, because I was like, okay, me as a guitarist, <laughs> and um, I now just realized like, okay, I need to pick up a bass too because I'm <laughs> like, when I'm working on my a project right now, and I'm like, oh, I'm randomly. Thank you. And I'm randomly like getting baseline ideas all of a sudden. I'm like, mm -hmm. what in the world? Like, <laughs> I usually get like guitar riffs and progressions. Now, all of a sudden, in my dreams, I'm hearing bass ideas now. I'm go like, for it, girl. Go for it. I love, I'm a bass player who loves guitar. So I'm trying to teach myself guitar so we could just switch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can learn from each other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody knows that you play bass, but some don't know that you also sing. And <laughs> you had a recent solo project. And can you tell um, our listeners about that? 
Um, yes, I put out, it's just a, an, an EP. I put out a cover EP a couple of years ago. It was really for myself to prove to myself that I would follow through because um, <laughs> I've been thinking about doing it for a while and I would chicken out, um, especially because uh, I guess singing, especially singing in the forefront is very new, like something I hadn't really ever shared like that I wanted to do. And I'd done some background stuff here and there, but uh, never really lead. Uh, for real for real and i kept chickening out and my uh my best friend who was actually uh also my engineer he challenged me to to do it and stop um <laughs> stop procrastinating and so we we recorded that ep in about five days um and i i wanted to put it out for my birthday and we got it done and um i'm pretty excited about it you know it's just i gave it away as a gift on my for my birthday, you know, to others. So it's still a free download if anyone wants to get it. But yeah, <laughs> and I'm working on image of music this year. So that's exciting. <laughs> well, I actually listened to it and oh. you had a, you have a great voice. People like don't know that musicians like actually have a great voice vocals and you have a, you have a great voice and and it's like it's really that more more time for you to be in that spotlight cuz you usually be in the background. Yes, yes. And, and it's like this is like you're now your season to come out of that background and be in the front in the spotlight and you get a chance to shine so this is like a great season for you Aww. and I, and that's what I'm, I'm visioning like a lot of people like just hide behind that and it's like oh we can do that later on but usually it's really time to take risks and just face forward on that and so right. that's like a great season for you to come out and take that risk and people see that other talent besides you playing bass that you get to share that talent to the world oh wow well I appreciate this encouragement like you make me <laughs> I feel great thank you <laughs> you you have a voice you have a story make sure you share that story to everybody even the people that never like knew that you can do that Man, you're really speaking to me right now. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> well, you've been playing for Janae Monet for like how long you've been playing for her? Um, I've been with Janelle. Um, it'll be six years going on seven in December. So I started with her right at the end of 2013. Well, how did you got that opportunity to do that? Um, to play I for her? Honestly, it I feel like it came from God. I um I got a random call. It was okay, so I really was considering quitting music. It was the end of 2013 and I was just feeling kind of bummed and I was like, you know, I moved to Atlanta to be a full-time musician and I I just I, I didn't know what I was I felt like I was spinning my wheels a little bit and I was like, well, maybe I should just get a real job and like hang this up. And I got a random call like um like at the beginning of this, um, the towards the end of November, I feel, um, from this guy who, uh, his name is Decky. And I'd done a get, I had met him once before, like when I first moved to Atlanta. So the, at that time, that was maybe like four years prior to that, four or five years before that. And I had subbed at a church once and I met this drummer and just one time. And I guess he remembered me and um, he happened to be best friends with Janelle's um, then music director and it had um, overheard Terrence talking about me he's like I can't find this you know I'm trying to get into contact with this girl and um, Decky was like I know her and Decky gave Terrence my number and then he texted me and he's like hey Janelle's MD is looking for you you need to reach out to him and I was just it was just random 
random, but I, you know, like I called and um, I spoke with Terrence and he was like, okay, uh, send your information. And uh, the next week they set up an interview. I went and uh, met with Janelle and I got the job and my first show, uh, we opened for Prince at the Mohegan Sun like two weeks before the year was over. So it all happened so fast. And like, I, you know, I just tell people like, there's, I don't have any like, big like secret like way that I got stuff. I just really feel like from then everything just took off but I remember my mom just in that July earlier in that year my mother had gone to Essence Festival and she called me and she was like Tasha there's this girl there's this girl she wears black and white and her band is amazing and I could just see you in her band I think you should audition for her band and I was like mom that's Janelle Monet. like she's had her band for years like that's not how it works you can't just audition for people and she's like no I just I, I can picture you. I could see it clearly. You and her band at the Essence Festival. I'm like, Mom, no. You know, I just kind of like brushed it off. And fast forward to December and I'm in her band. And then the very next year we did Essence Festival. And so my mother's vision came to life. Like I actually was on stage at Essence Festival like my mother had pictured it. And so it's just, you know, I just really feel... I don't know. I, I credit all of it to God, all of it to God. Had I never, you know, and like I had no clue at the time that I met Decky that that would fast forward to him, like passing my number to Terrence. And that would, you know, it, it just there's no way I could have known that only God knew that. And um, I just think it's also very important that people like you never know where your opportunity is going to come from. So but any gig, any, mm-hmm. any opportunity you have to play, whether it's big or small, if you're subbing, if it's a, you know, a, a hidden gig, some major, you never know. I feel like all my major opportunities have come from something small. But imagine had I shown up to that church unprepared or shown up with a bad attitude or had treated, you know, mishandled the situation. Like I would have maybe not made a good impression on the very person that made the connect for me later later on and so I just say you should always honor whatever opportunities you have to play one because it's a blessing to do what we do anyway you know many people mm-hmm. hate what they do for a living we get to play and you know and and, and so we sh- you should always honor that but you just never know where where the big opportunity is going to come from so I say just trust God I give all the credit to God honestly it's nothing I did (laughs) (laughs) well with that opportunity you got a chance to tour and travel all over the world and just this year you just performed at Coachella and you got a chance to go to the Grammys is was those like your most memorable opportunities throughout your career or there's more um yeah well those I've I've, the Grammys is like the pinnacle (laughs) it's uh you know the the yeah that's the probably the the my best memory but I mean I started touring in 2009 with Music Soul Child I was in his band first and so that was my I, I always have fond memories of that experience because that's the first time I ever went overseas so we went to Europe and we went to Indonesia and to Japan and so I've, I've gone to those places again with Janelle and we've gone to Australia I've been to South America with Frank McComb so I've you know I have I feel like I feel very fortunate within the 10 years uh, I've been touring I feel like I've done everything that I really wanted to do Grammys I, I didn't think I would get the opportunity to do the Grammys because most times people might use the house band or they, they might not use a full band but it happened this year and that's just been I don't know it's been it's been the best <laughs> the best <laughs> I, I, the only way I can top that is to go back 
to the Grammys with my own music. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. <laughs> oh, and we, oh, we did the White House. That was that's another great opportunity. Um, right wow. before uh, President Obama left office, the Fourth of July, we uh, he had Janelle come play uh, for the Fourth of July. Um, uh, celebration at the White House. And I got to meet the president and the first lady. It was President Obama asked me if I liked the hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it was really great. It was like something I will never forget. So, yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot of great opportunities, but I guess those two stand out the most. Oh my God, that is amazing. Like, <laughs> um, let's go straight to social media. Like, you created a series called... Um, <laughs> Dear husband, Dear like husband. what made you? Yeah, what made you start that? <laughs> it started out as a joke, honestly. Um, <laughs> I was making I don't I can't remember what I did, but I was I made a joke. I made it as a joke post or um, just in fun, and then I did it like maybe t- two times. And uh, people started asking me, hey, what else are you gonna talk about? What else are you gonna say to your, cause I'm kinda, I'm kinda known, well, I like to call myself the Hopeless Romantic. Obviously that's the name of my AP, the Hopeless Romantic. And I like love love and I'm super into all that kind of stuff. And um, I just started these letters to my future boo. <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> hopefully it's like kind of like a, you know, a message in a bottle. You know, you write the letter, you put it in the ocean. Well, this yeah. is a virtual ocean and I'm putting it out there and maybe my future husband might see it and, and find me or at least he'll know how to deal with me because I feel like I'm an interesting person. <laughs> so I'm giving, <laughs> I'm giving him a whole bunch of clues. Hey, this is how to make me happy. Hey, this is what's weird about me. This is what I like to do. This is what I don't like. And then also, it's just kind of a way, I don't know, for me to, it's, it's to me, it's kind of like a, uh, what do you call it? It's a prayer of sorts. It's just, you know, I'm just kind of putting it out there to the, to the Lord, you know, and like expectancy for what's to come. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, I, I kept getting uh, inboxes from like ladies and even some guys saying that they, they really appreciated seeing the messages and uh, they could relate to how I was feeling. And so I just decided to continue it. And uh, I actually brought the domain um, Letters to My Future Boo. And I'm going to make, uh, probably just compile all the, the videos. And so I could just be there. It's like a kind of a a living um <laughs> a living letter until he comes along so yeah i don't know it started out as a joke but it's something i do for fun every time i stop it because i thought at one point maybe it was getting kind of corny but people people have been wanting they asked for it to come back so i just keep doing it yeah <laughs> yeah because some of like i did read some of them and like it kind of touched me because like i'm in a relationship now yes. but hopefully he will be my future husband yeah. with, and um it really did like you actually tell like like what your future husband is and what what he like um respect from you or like kind of like your personality will he be able to deal with these um personalities um, during the relationship and everything like that so I really like those My personally I really love that thank you thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> well the next question is for all us some of us are mostly obsessed with gear we are a bunch of gearheads <laughs> so <laughs> can you tell our listeners um, companies you are like you endorse with and okay. and how they um, I um, well I play Shadow Guitars um, I am in a Schecter's 
guitar artist. I have several of the bases um, right now. Is I call it the Grammy bass. This is the bass I used to Grammys in Coachella. It's the SLS Five Elite. Is their newest bass. Uh, Elite Five. <laughs> um, they custom. They did a custom page out for me uh, with like this gray and white. Um, I don't even know what you call it. The the paint. It's like a spackle, but it, it, it's a custom paint job for it. But it's a great, it's a great base. It comes with um, Fishman pickups, so you get up to six settings, like six six opportunities to change the settings. And I'm not, uh, if I'm saying the wrong technical terms, I'm sorry. I'm not super techie. <laughs> I just like, I know it feels good, or if you're not, you know. But I can't tell you. Yeah, this is the, you know. Uh, but <laughs> I have so it's that one. I have the CL5. I have. Um, Oh goodness! Uh, the diamond, the diamond jazz five, um, and I also have the four. I can't remember the model number. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Shakira. I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> but also, feel great. I love them. I'm really simple. I don't really. I'm not too much into mods. I really like my bass to come ready to play, and I feel like with mm-hmm. Shakira, that's exactly what I get. Um, has, as they come stock, it's, they sound great. They feel great. It's quality materials, and um, they look good too. So I endorse Schechter, Schechter guitars. Um, I play DR strings. I've been playing for about eight years. I've been an artist for uh, since I joined Janelle's though. Um, but I played them before I became a DR strings like official artist. Right now I play the neons. I'm kind of known for the neon green strings. Um, but I just recently started playing the neon pink as well. Um, and then before then I played the low beams um, so I've, I've always loved the air strings um, Reunion Cute Blue's gig bag that's the first company that ever gave me an, an endorsement deal and so I will always hold them close to my heart they are an amazing company I use most um, often the Continental Voyager gig bag it's a hard soft case um, mm-hmm. so and, and even with the, the base being as long as it is I can usually get that case in an overhead compartment on a plane which is perfect so I don't have to check my base ever unless the airline is just being mean you know <laughs> but if you know, all you gotta do is just walk on the plane and it's like oh I like your eyes and then they just you know <laughs> they'll complimentary and then they, they'll let you <laughs> take your base on um, but it's a great get it's a great gig bag it's it's a little it's heavy but it's carryable and um, like it can survive a two story they call it the two story drop test so if you push it off of a two story building your guitar would still be just fine so if it had to go underneath the plane it would be fine but um yes so it's reunion blues ds strings check your guitars um i play synthophonics i mean i play i use synthophonic um in-ears um <laughs> they are my favorite i uh I've used other companies before, but these are my favorite. They have the, and they have to hold the patent on these, um, the ear molds. They're very pliable. I call them like gummy ears. They're like gummy bears. (laughs) (laughs) They're able, they're very pliable. So they can, um, because of that, the, they can go deeper in your ear canal. And um, for me as a bass player, it's most important because a lot of times with the other with other brands with the hard acrylic, once if you you know with these shows with Janelle either or even with the corporate band, it's a three hour show. It's a lot of sweating. Once and I do a lot of smiling when I or when I'm playing or if I'm singing, I'm, I'm moving my mouth, and a lot of times I would lose the seal. You know, once I move and once the seal is broken as a bass player, the ears are pointless because I can't. I get I lose all the bass response. So with these ears. And no matter how much I'm moving, my mouth they stay put, and they don't hurt because the material is soft. It's softer, you know. It's it's 
it's much more flexible. So you don't get, I get far less ear fatigue. My ears aren't ringing after the show because of lost seal. So I really love those ears. I'm using the three max for those. And it's three drivers, but honestly, the two max were just as good. And before I was using more drivers than that with other companies. And to me, now that I have this, these three, I'm like, well, I was just paying more money for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. Uh, I uh, play Cala brand U bass. It's a little ukulele bass. It's so cute. And I just got one. I haven't been able to use it in a show setting yet, but I'm working on it for my own private show. But that's another company that uh, I endorse. There is, I feel like, oh, Ampeg, ta-da. <laughs> I was like, what's a missing? Yes, I am so excited. I just became an Ampeg artist last year and I played, Ampeg was the first amp I ever played when I was 16. I started gigging when I was 16 and we went, to, my mom took me to Mars Music with um, one of the guys that I used to gig with. We didn't know what to do and um, I couldn't use the school's amp. And so we went to Mars Music and we got the little BA 115 combo amp and I still have that amp and I still use it actually. <laughs> wow. I'm about to retire it, but it's been, I mean, that's, I'm 35 now. So that's almost 20 years of, of this amp, but it's, Ampeg, we all know it's, it's a classic company. I am so excited to, to be an official artist and on tour, I used um, the SVT7 Pro and uh, we, I use two of those and then two 410s. So one will be for my bass rig and one is for my key bass rig. Um, and so, per, and personally, I had the Portiflex. Um, and I also have the this the impact the the DI, which is the bomb, especially for gigs where you can't use like at, at the church I play where we don't have cabs on stage, so I can use that DI, especially with my upright bass too, it makes it sound amazing in the house. And um, in corporate corporate band, um, we don't use um, cabs either, so that little DI mm-hmm. works wonders for me. Um, I think that's it. I feel like it's one miss. Oh, and then on. It's not a direct endorsement, but I do. Uh, it's like a general endorsement. Roland, I play Roland, um, the System Eight for tour. I'm not mm-hmm. a Roland artist, but they uh, sponsored the tour, so that's the product I play on on tour. Oh, oh, great! By the look of your, um, by the look, you do not look like you're 35. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I'm a, I'm a, I asked my knees. I'm gonna put knees. that out. I'm gonna put that out there. You do not look like you're 35. <laughs> 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 no, my knees, my knees definitely feel like it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have like some listeners are mostly aspiring female musicians. Do you have any advice or tips would you tell them? Yes, I say one, believe in yourself. Don't you don't like don't discredit yourself. Don't use like don't let people say, oh, you're a girl, you're less than or or, or have lower expectations because you're a girl. Like just throw all that stuff away. Like you are more than capable. There is room for you in this industry. And no matter how much they try to make it, it feel like, you know, it's not. And there's room for you to be, I mean, just a, not just a gimmick, you know, like mm-hmm. don't, that's not you shouldn't ever aspire to just be. A girl, you know, a, mu- a girl musician. You're just a musician. Period. You you just happen to be a woman, and that's okay. You know, and um, like I say, like it's like you, especially me. I had definitely had to develop like thick skin. You <laughs> 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 can and you can't take everything personally. You just have to like, you just have to go for it. And I say never settle for just being good enough. Like it's just kind of the same like with being black. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry if I find any white listeners or not but um like a lot of times when you're black you have to be kind of 
you you have to go like you, you have to be more than just to be considered equal you know mm-hmm. it's the same way with being a woman like you people are already the chips are already stacked against you in this industry so you have you can't settle for just being good enough you really should just go and try to be as as go as hard as you can you know and it you might not always it might not always feel like it's fair or that it's equal but you never want to just you just don't want to be discredited for not being enough like just don't settle for just being cute don't settle for you know just being pretty and it's those things help obviously in this industry it's a very um you know visual visuals matter a lot but you shouldn't don't just rest on that just just be a killer musician and just have fun like you can do it i don't know i just say trust god if you believe in yourself most of all it'll take you wherever you need to go i i i don't think i don't consider myself a virtuoso i Mm -hmm. never really aspired to be that you know i'm not trying to be the next victor wooten or whatever you know like i just love to play and I, I love to make good music. And I really do feel like God gave me something, gave me something special. And that's all I've ever had to hold on to. When, you know, when I started playing in Miami, there weren't any girls on the scene. And it was hard. It was hard. <laughs> it was really hard. And you didn't have, I didn't have any like allies, you know, like other women to like push me and, and say, you can do it. But, and a lot of times I felt inadequate. A lot of times I felt, but I, most of the only thing that kept me going was like well I don't think God gave to me for nothing you know and so I didn't really know what I was doing I just kept pushing I just kept pushing and I just kept and I just that's why I just implore all of all of us you know whatever God gave you is special it's unique and don't compare you can't get caught up in the, like the game of compar- comparison because you'll always be defeated you'll always feel not enough like whatever you have is what you have me that's what happened with me and my especially with like singing like for years I would not do it because I didn't think I had I don't have Beyonce chops or gospel runs like I that's not my thing and I felt like I wasn't enough or it would be good enough and I still sometimes struggle with like insecurity a little bit like well the people I don't because I don't think my voice is a typical voice but I also like God gave it to me and like so what that's really what you were saying to me earlier it really did speak to me like how you said I had a story to tell like that's true like my story God gave it to me and it's up to me to share it and I feel like all of us we each have something that God gave us and that he gave no one else and it's, it's us to, it's up to you to believe in it and just and, and just chase after after your dream don't let don't just don't be discouraged you, you can do it you can do it it can be done it will be done. Like, just, you just gotta believe. When nobody else believes in you, you gotta believe in you. And then sure enough, you'll change people's minds one day. <laughs> that is very encouraging. Um, can you tell everyone where to find you on social media? Yes, at hello, I'm Tasia everywhere. So hello, I am T-E-J-A. And that's on Instagram, on Facebook, um, on Twitter, even though I don't really use it that much. <laughs> I'm definitely like an Instagram girl. And then Facebook, um, yeah. Hello, I'm Tasia. My my website, hello, I'm Tasia.com. Right now, it's just it'll take you right to my EP download. But I'll be up, updating the, the the website later on in the year. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, ladies and gents. I would like to thank Tasia Veal for joining with us today. Thank and you if you want to, yeah, no problem. Um, if you want to catch up with us on um social media as well you can um follow us on fret sisters on ig 
and like us on Facebook page on Fret Sisters One. And if you want to see what I'm doing behind the scenes and for my music, anything like that, you can follow me on IG and Storm Music Official, or you can um, like my Facebook page at um, Storm Music. And make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's um, Mickey92685. I would like to thank Tasia for joining us. And until then, to our next episode of Between Frets, I'm Sean, Shawnee Sean Marshall, and thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Hello, good people. This is LaCole Rose. If you'd like to be featured on one of our Between Frets podcasts, you can email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com or you can DM us at fretsisters on Instagram. We would love to hear about your musical journey. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>